My brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sings sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, the debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold along with his wife, his children, and all his properties in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down and did him homage and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger, the master handed him over to the torturers until he could pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly father do to you unless each of you forgives your brother, your sister, from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. So one thing that jumps out uh, to me in today's readings is the first line in the first reading that Tom read so well. Wrath and anger are hateful things, yet the sinner hugs them tight. Think about that. Wrath and anger are hateful things, yet the sinner hugs them tight. We often hold resentment, we hold grudges against others, we hold on to them so tightly sometimes for many, many years, and we never let them go. Jesus taught us how to pray to the Father, one of the petitions in the Our Father. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. God's forgiveness is dependent on us forgiving others and forgiving people who hurt us, who trespass against us. It's not easy. It's not easy. And in today's gospel, the story of the servant whose debt was already forgiven by the master.
but he found it difficult to look the other way, to be forgiving and to have a forgiving heart to the other servant who owed much less than he did. Pay what you owe, with his hands against his neck to choke him. We in our humanness, we sometimes hold that anger. We hold those grudges, we hold them towards others and we seek not forgiveness or mercy, we seek justice, we seek retribution, we seek revenge in our humanness. And it's wrong. And it's not how God works. I've been reading this book by Anne Lamont. And it says, Hallelujah Anyways, Rediscovering Mercy. I got it at Glastonbury Abbey Bookstore, Father. Paid full price. <laughs> and here's the thing about this book. It's, it's based on, I don't know if you remember from the 70s, a dance song, Young Hearts Run Free by Candy Staten. Well, after she became a 70s disco singer, she became a gospel singer. And she has the song that Anne took the title for, Hallelujah Anyway. Hallelujah, in spite of it all, there's love, there's singing, there's nature, there's laughing, there's mercy. And she describes mercy as radical kindness. Radical kindness. It involves resolving the unresolvable, forgiving the unforgivable. Here's the quote. I am not sure I even recognize the ever-presence ever of mercy anymore. The divine and the human, the messy, the crippled, the transforming, the heartbreaking, the lovely, the devastating presence of mercy. But I have come to believe that I am starving to death for it. And the world needs this too. Mercy brings us to a miracle, a miracle of apology. It's a miracle when we, when we apologize. It hurts sometimes us, but it helps someone else. Giving an apology and accepting it, sometimes accepting it is even more difficult. And it takes humility. When faced with a big mess, she wrote, especially the great mess of ourselves, and we are a mess. Our arrogance, our greed, our poverty, our disease, our prejudice. And when mercy and grace and forgiveness and compassion all come together, that's God at work through us. In the big mess of our lives, God's mercy and forgiveness comes right down to having it in abundance, unbounded, limitlessness, even when we don't think we deserve it, we're called to give that forgiveness and mercy, and it never stops in our lives. It's not just once we get second and third chances from God, and you can't put a number on it, but gospel tells us that. Not seven, not 77, not even 70 times seven. When we live it in our hearts, that number and that boundary, it leaves us. It gives us freedom. 
And it gives us freedom to live a life of happiness and joy. And that is the secret of living our lives with God. Quick story about forgiveness. It's about a story about a guy named Paco and his father. And it comes from Ernest Hemingway. No one could really say why Paco ran away. And perhaps he didn't. He was maybe kicked out of his home by his father for something foolish he said or something he did. It might have been an argument about money. It was really a disagreement in some of the story about what he should do with his life. Regardless, Paco left his house and he found himself wandering in the streets of Madrid, Spain with hopes of entering into a profession his father didn't want him to, bullfighting. The profession of bullfighting was the last thing his father wanted for his son. And he was desperate to find some way to have him come back, some way to repair the reconciliation of his relationship with his son. And there was little chance he would find him in that big city of Madrid wandering. So instead, he did something desperate. He put an ad in the personal section of the local newspaper. And here's how the advertisement read. Paco, meet me at the Hotel Montana at noon on Tuesday. All is forgiven. Love, Papa. Papa was such a common name in Spain that when his father on that Tuesday went to the hotel, in front of the hotel at noon, there were 800 young men named Paco waiting for him. See, they were waiting for the embrace of their dad. It was a common thing. They were seeking a dad's forgiveness from their father mercy and forgiveness that they thought had gone from their lives and they took it upon themselves to go to that hotel to meet their dad. We're all Pacos. We're all people who seek to run to our father, a father who will let us know that all is forgiven. Ooh
Joy.